Hello. Hello. And welcome to the 12th episode of the Tried by Fire podcast, where the dogs enter into the room every five seconds. Can you close that, please? The dog, dog door. I usually close that. I always forget. But uh, there are times when I, when I remember. <laughs> anyway, this episode is going to be our uh, last episode of this season uh, for a little while. Uh, I don't know how long. It won't be that long. We'll be back. But uh, for the time being, this will be our last for this season, season one. 12 how episodes. cool, though. That a good round number. I know, but the fact that we got 12 weeks in, you know, yeah. it's really cool. We're 12 weeks in, and uh, things were all over the place. And, and for this first season, it's a good thing, I suppose, but it also is a, a tough thing because, you know, all of this was new and everything else was new. So it was just like a lot of new all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it went well. I feel like we accomplished a lot. We got to talk about a lot this season, and uh, we're going to end on a, uh, on a kind of a, uh, an important note as well. So, uh, But this will be the season finale. Of season one, it's twelve episodes. I think I think I'm gonna do all seasons as twelve episodes. I don't know yet. We'll see. I wanna I wanna separate them into seasons, like literal seasons, like summer, winter, you know, that kind of stuff. Take breaks in between, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, in case you're new here, this podcast is geared towards some of the stuff that we've gone through this last week. Uh, I give some of my own life story. Uh, just from this last week, I go through my personal Bible journal, and uh, you listen. You can send in your comments and questions, concerns, or complaints, or whatever you want to send in. Um, but, yeah, we have Anchor. We're on Anchor, which yeah. is actually where this is it originates from. It's from Anchor, so you can go to Anchor. You can call in and leave us questions. Heck, while we're in this break, call in and leave us messages. Just say, uh, hey... Or whatever you want to say. <laughs> Just say hi. It's fine, too. Yeah, yeah. It would be cool. And then we can do, like, a little montage of all your guys' call-ins when we come back for season two. Um, the reason we're taking a break, in case that concerns you, is uh, we just we just need some time for new videos and and uh, we need to get caught up on a few things and Eva started her job back up so we're you know we're trying to juggle so many things at once but mm-hmm. um, that does not mean there will be no more content there are still the devotionals that are coming out there's still the the, the conclusion series that we're working on there's still the new uh, food vlogs that the first one episode is premiering at the end of this month in fact um so yeah we have a lot going on and and we'll be on social media and all that kind of stuff and uh, we'll start recording again soon and yeah is that it i think think that's it you can pre-order the devotional okay well let's get into the first segment which i have called dad joke of the day so it's where i give a dad joke today um, I, I'm, I'm a little off my game here today. Things are not working the way it should be. My dad joke. It says, my, my daughter came to me and said, Dad, did you get a haircut? And I said, no, I got them all cut. Okay. 
Do you get, do you get, I get it? it? I get it. I didn't cause... get just one haircut. I got all of my hair cut. All of my hairs were cut. You're silly. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, that's that's the dad joke of the day. That was good. That was a good dad joke. It was a wholesome, good dad joke. I feel silly. like I feel like a lot of dads are proud of that joke. I'm a dad and I'm proud of it, so. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to, uh, we're going to introduce a new segment. I know, season finale, new segment. This doesn't make any sense. But we're going to introduce one more new segment that I'd like to start doing from here on out, which I have called... <laughs> Question with Melody. Woo-hoo. Melody. We have my daughter here, Melody. Hi, Melody. Hi. And I'm going to ask you a question, Okay. Every every week when we start this back up, every week it will be a different question. This week is su- is simple, okay? It will be a different question every week, but this 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 one is simple. How are you? Good. All right, that was our question with Melody. <laughs> that was a good segment. That was a great segment. <laughs> I think people silly. are I think people are really going to like this. She's over there laughing. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's get into the topics. Yeah. It's so funny, though, sorry. She was so funny, though, because she's been wanting to do a podcast with us, and at the same time, no, she gets all scared and and chickens out. (sighs) Yeah. Well, if you don't know how this goes, we give our personal life uh, story uh, from what happened this last week. Uh, usually it starts off with what's happened with us this last week. Uh, you just kind of do delve into our own personal life. And then we ask two important topics. We talk about two important topics in the middle. And at the end, we give just a thought-provoking uh, thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're starting with the fact that she wanted to be on the podcast. She's finally got the opportunity. And uh, and you, you heard what happened. Yeah, and she was, she, was, she was terrified. She was terrified to do it. We tried, we, I, like, had to force her just to say that. <laughs> so, um, we got shirts made. Yeah, I, I think it's an exciting thing, right? That's tried by fire shirt. It's got uh, First Peter one seven on it. These ones are ours. We we uh, these were like kind of like test shirts, um, but they're done. They're they've been made. They're finished. They're here. They they feel like they feel real, like they exist. Yep. And uh, yeah, you can buy them soon, soon. <laughs> not, not right now but soon hope maybe between the break the, the yeah in between the next season and this and the end of this season i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens i want to get more i want to get more shirts in before i start selling that way i have a an inventory i don't have very many made um and i'm making them all by myself i mean eva made helped me make the first like two i know and then, and then i did I work all of the other ones <laughs> so yeah we're um I'm a little in over my head, but uh, with this break, it'll give me time to make more if I can get mm-hmm. enough money to buy more stuff, materials. Um, but yeah, there will be an opportunity to start buying, and I'm excited about that. Me too. Really excited about it. Um, we got a Sam's Club membership this yeah, last week. Yeah, finally. I've been wanting one. Can you believe it's been a week since we've gotten the membership? Really? This feels like a lot longer than that, right? 
Or does it seem quicker to you? Quicker. It seems longer to me. I don't know why. I feel like we, we've had it for like three weeks. We haven't used it at all. <laughs> but, but no, we got it last week. Uh, we went in there, stood in like a, an hour and a half long line. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why everyone was going to the membership services this particular day, but they all were. We stood in that line. Uh, we got to the very front, got the memberships, paid for it. I get home and I scan the card to set up an account for the app. And it says that I have somebody else's account, that mm-hmm. the card is already activated. And I was like, what? So we went back that same day. We went back and they closed literally one minute after, before we got there. Yeah, literally like. We got there at 6.01. As, and they yeah, at as, soon as, as soon as we pulled up, like there's people coming out. They're, oh, they're closed, they're closed. Like, oh. I was so. <clears throat> the riots just ruined everything. They ruined my life ruined my life they ruined our work hours they ruined everything it was just a just a just a huge hassle so i couldn't i couldn't uh renew the membership i had to wait until what day was it saturday saturday yeah. i went on saturday and uh went mm-hmm. there with my mom and frank and uh stood in line again got to the front and they said this is your card I was like, but it's not letting me sign into the app. It says it's somebody else's card. And they said, well, that doesn't make any sense. So I was like, okay, well, if you look on the app, she said, I don't know any of that stuff. You need to talk to somebody else. (laughs) Which my thought was, don't you work here? Isn't this your job? This is the whole point of your position. You're supposed to literally be here to help people with this specific problem. And you can't help me with it? But I didn't say anything. I was like, okay. (laughs) What the heck does that mean? (laughs) What do you want me to do? Yep. Am I, am I out $45 because you've decided to not know what your job title is? And uh, she finally brought somebody else in, and, and this lady told me to call this number. So I called this number, and then I got on this line with this, uh, this uh, Filipino lady, uh, which I, I, I couldn't really understand. I didn't think she was really understanding me, but she did solve the problem. So uh, we, I was able to finally get it fixed, and it works. And I can go, and I can buy stuff from Sam's Club. So... And whoever that lady was who had your card is trying to go to her app and you can't use it. <laughs> well, according to Sam's Club, though, it was my card. All my information was on it. They scanned it right in front of me and my information popped up. That's what's not making sense. I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's fixed. I have an account at Sam's Club. So exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you guys are excited about that. <laughs> that was that was my week and that's all that pretty much happened um i've been at work i just all week <laughs> yeah well yeah whenever they had, didn't close early that yeah is, which they finally stopped the the uh because uh, we were on good behavior supposedly yeah they, well they stopped the what is it the, the curfew curfew yeah i was gonna say they stopped the bedtime bedtime <laughs> the bedtime um so yeah, so she's she's able to to get a little bit more hours this week. Yeah, I'm excited, and at the same time, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I know you went to bed at seven thirty last night. <laughs> I know. That's the earliest she's ever gone to bed yes. that I've ever seen. Anyway, she's usually goes to bed like one in the morning. Seven thirty is like incredible. <laughs> I'm surprised you let me fall asleep that long. I felt like it was needed. I wish I could fall asleep. At that time. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I'm so tired. 
my brain just goes and I'm like, I need to get this done. Ah, oh, I forgot about this. I got to get this. I'm, I'm at home. I can do this at home. I can do this. And I just stay up all night doing. I had to open stuff. up a text message from somebody and then I fell asleep. <laughs> I couldn't respond to them. Yeah, I know. You, you literally, you, you, you said who the text message was from and you said, I'll respond to her in a minute. And then you're out. <laughs> you're out cold for the I rest of that night. Her. I still got to text her back. Uh, but anyway, um, well, let's get into the more serious topics. All right. You don't know what these topics are. I haven't no. gone over this with you. Usually I go over the topics with her. I didn't have the time to do that this week. It's been busy. So yes. we're on like completely different schedules. She's got a, diff- a different day off every week. So um, I don't know. But anyway, the next topic. Do you think it's okay to say all lives matter? when people protest black lives matter depending how you're using the context if you're disregarding the black lives matter movement then no what do you what do you mean like if you're like trying to shove that aside like oh that's not as important as all lives matter type of thing because yes if you're saying all lives matter wouldn't that include black lives yes it does include black lives which is why the pro part of it like it does include black lives and everything and but like there's a lot of people right now during this whole movement that's going on. That's part of the reason why there's so many fights on, on social media. Because you have one side that's black, side, black Lives Matter. And then the other side is that All Lives Matter. Yes, All Lives Matter. But they're not thinking it as, you know, I don't know. I don't really know. Like, like they're tr- trying to promote that as... The top, 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 top thing. See, I see this as the other way around. There's a, there's a lot of, and I, I agree. I agree with you in the context that you're, you're saying. But if I'm I, making there's, any sense. There's a lot of people, maybe if I put it this way, it would make more sense. Maybe. because Because this is the way <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Um, and I think a lot of people see it this way too. A lot of people that say black lives matter mm-hmm. are saying that black lives matter more than any other life. And th- that's not true with all of the cases, but there are people that think that. Yeah, there are people that think that. And, and then... it's because of that that these people that come in and say all lives matter, they, they just say, they say this as, as, a, as a means of just saying, you know, it's not just about the black lives. But mm-hmm. it does negate the problem at hand. The, the real problem is the problem of black lives not mattering. I mean, that is, that is the, the whole purpose of a lot of these protests is to improve that that stance that yeah. that black lives are not supposed to be just neglected or yeah they're not supposed to be just thrown, yeah thrown aside we're all part of one race we're part yes. of the human race there's different ethnicities um, but we are all of one race one bloodline that is the bloodline of adam unless you're saved and then you're from the bloodline of christ but um if you're not saved we're all from the bloodline of adam uh, we all come from the first man and woman uh, of the earth, and uh, we all have sin. And uh, so, with that said, uh, all lives matter. Yes, um, but the problem isn't with all lives. The problem was with black lives at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And so, when we're, when you're saying all lives matter, it's like you're diminishing. You're making the black lives matter importance right now lower. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't think. And this is this is this is the problem that I see with it. I don't think that the protests should be that of racism. I think it's been way thrown out 
the window of what the real issue is. And the issue is not racism. It, it, Tony Evans, Dr. Tony Evans, who is black, by the way. I listen to him quite a bit. Um, and I've never listened to him because he was, he was black. Uh, that never really entered into my mind. In fact, uh, I'm influenced by a lot of uh, black creators. And uh, let me get to this post here. But I've never really paid attention to it. But um, Tony Evans, he said, Racism isn't a bad habit. It isn't a mistake. It is sin. The answer is not sociology. It's theology. Amen. And, uh, and that's, what, that's what the, I think the biggest issue is. It's not, it's, not about, it's not about the color of the skin so much as it is the, the problem of the, the, the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. Amen. And the biggest issue that people have is sin. Um, the reason there's hatred in the world is because of sin. Uh, that's the bottom line. The reason that people hate other people is because there's sin in the world. Um, and the only way to, to negate that sin or to uh, demolish or distinguish that sin from our, our, our lives and from our community is through Christ and Christ alone. And that might sound like a broken record to a lot of people, especially those that uh, maybe have grown up in the church not saved or maybe they've grown up in the church and they are saved and they just heard it so many times, whatever the case may be. That's the truth. The truth is, Christ, without Christ, there can be no peace. There can be no justice. There can be no equality. Uh, and it's funny to me that anyone would see or think that there could be equality um, by their own de demeanor or their own thought process. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't make any sense. In fact, a lot of these people that uh, are for equality are usually ones that uh, believe in uh, evolution, which I've noticed a lot lately, been popping up. Um, yeah, I used to, I, I don't want to put them on blast, but I do because it really upsets me. I used to watch Rhett and Link a lot, like a lot. And uh, I, I, they were Christians. From Good Mythical, Good Mythical Morning? Yeah, they were Christian. They said they were Christians. I don't think they were ever really Christians. Um, I don't know. I mean, they could just be really confused. I have no idea. Um, but they, uh, they came out and they said that they believed in evolution which is not much of a surprise to me in this day and age. I mean, there's a lot of people that claim to be Christian and then don't hold on to their, their, their Christian ideology. They completely get away from the truth and from grace. And what, I, what I was noticing in their podcast when they were talking about it was they were lacking grace. Their salvation was that of, of fear. You know, they were saved because they didn't want to go to hell, and that was about it. Um, which is actually the third topic I'm going to get into. But, um, but, the, but because of that, they had no grace of God. They had no, the, no doctrine of grace in, in, their, in their salvation. And so because of that, they were just feared into salvation. And so they had this mentality because of whatever preaching or whatever things they were thinking or whatever the case may be, they had this mentality that they had to work for their salvation that they were feeling like they were not saved. And I want it to be understood that a lot of people fall under the same exact problem, the same exact uh, uh, just mentality of, of I have to, I'm not, I, I'm not doing what, mm -hmm. what a, a real Christian should be doing. And it, so therefore I must not be a real Christian. That happened to me personally <coughs> in the very beginning because the, the first time that someone came to our they came to our house and and or yeah 
and they talked to us about salvation and everything. In my mind, I was like, yeah, that, that sounds good. That sounds right. That sounds, you know, and I prayed and everything. But it took me a while to realize that I was an heir. Like, I didn't realize that I didn't fully understand and that I thought there was more to it, you know. And then that's when, you know, things happened to, to that situation. And then and that's when I made it right with, with God that it's not I can't do anything. <clears throat> so, see, but that that's a little bit of a different situation because you were you you had this mentality of salvation, but you didn't fully take salvation until you, yeah. you understood it. And whereas there's a lot of people that that claim to take salvation and then halfway through they they see something. Usually there's a problem in the church or something happens and it draws them away and then they start questioning everything and then they start finding these other answers that are outside of the Bible, uh, which there are answers outside of the Bible, um, but everything is grounded by the Bible. So if, if those answers make the Bible fall apart, then those answers are not accurate. They're not true because mm-hmm. the Bible is truth. That is accurate. It is a firm foundation. Yep. And nothing can shake it. Nothing can destroy it. So uh, if, it, if, it, if it completely um, rejects the teaching of the word of God, then it's not true. And it's, it can be proven as not true or as inaccurate. Um, and that's why I love apologetics because <laughs> there's so many things we can get into. But I'm not going to do that with this with this podcast um, unless you guys want me to. Which you can call an anchor and let me know. But my point is, people uh, have this this mentality that they have to hold on to their salvation, and they can't do that. Uh, you're sealed, as, as Ephesians 1.13 says, it says you're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. When you accept Christ, you're sealed by the Holy Spirit. You cannot lose your salvation. Even if you doubt your salvation, it is impossible to lose it. Um, however, if you doubt your salvation, that does not mean that you should go to another source to figure out what salvation is. That doesn't make any sense to me. So when I heard that, that Rhett, especially Rhett, Link, I feel like Link is a little more open about things. Rhett seems very closed off and very uh, closed-minded about a lot of things. I feel like Link would be an easier person to to talk to and just to kind of get the mind of, the mindset of, and be able to, to just share, and he'd be open. But either way, Rhett had this... this um, Quote. Just this, these things that he was saying that mm-hmm. were just like, oh, like so, it made me want to throw up. It was just so bad. I, I wanted to cry as soon as I heard it. I was like, these people, I, I, I listened to them. I thought they were Christians. I thought they were godly men. And, and slowly throughout the, the, especially throughout the series, I can see little things. I was like, okay, that's not very Christ-like, like drinking blood and stuff like that. That's, you know, the Bible speaks specifically against that, and yet they're doing it here. But, you know, I'm not going to hold it against them. There's a few other things. But, but then when he came out with that, it just like, it, it solidified it everything, you. and then it just it made it made me feel like I'm I've been lied to. I've been sold a bill of goods by people that I thought were were true, genuine, God loving people, and uh, and he even one of the things that he said was was I I, I I left the boat of truth to jump into the water of uncertainty, and I took my whole family with me. What a scary, terrible thing to say! How scary and terrible is that? To take your family into and uncertainty? He, the fact that he said boat of truth. I don't know. if Those are... I'm paraphrasing here. Okay. He said something along the lines of that. 
Uh, he said he got out of the boat is really what he said. I don't know if he said boat of truth, but he said he got out of the boat. The point is, is he went into the waters when he was safe on the boat. <laughs> I mean, I mean that that is he he answers his own his own problem. Yeah. But either way, he came out uh, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, which is great. It's fine, and and I support the Black Lives Matter movement as well as the protests. I think the protests should be more about police brutality than the Black Lives Matter thing, but I'm, I'll support it if it means reformation for the police and, uh, and just more it justice be, for the black lives that, yeah. are, that are mistreated. So, it should be equal balance, I think. Well, it started off with police brutality, and it turned into this whole racism thing. Um. <laughs> People changed it. Uh, anyway, beside the point, my point is Rhett was for this, right, and he came out with this video talking about how he's for it and about how, uh, you know, white people are uh, much more um, uh, privileged, I guess, uh, which is not always the case. I mean, I'm white. I I wasn't privileged, I wouldn't say. I mean, I had a house. I had food. I had a not that great of an upbringing. Um, There were times when we couldn't afford to eat. Me and, me and Eva or some scary moments in our lives as far as that goes but um, we have been taken care of and I, and I think especially because of the Lord being in our life more than anything else um, so we do have privileges but I think even anybody can get those privileges if they would just trust in Christ and God would provide um, and just believe and trust in God but uh, when he says that he says that he's for Black Lives Matter but he says that he's for evolution he literally He's a hypocrite. It's impossible to be for Black Lives Matter and to be for evolution. He's saying that we're, un, we're all unequally evolved from different species. That's what he believes, mm-hmm. which is not equality. And then he's also saying he's also following the the logic of one of the maybe the most racist people to have ever existed, which was Darwin, who said that white. Uh, white people has have the supremacy in this world. They're the superior race. I didn't know he had said that, Darwin. Yeah, you can read it for yourself. It's in it's in his book. I have the book, in fact, and I can recommend uh, a place to sell it. I'll I'll actually link it down in the description. The place that sells it, you can pick it up for yourself and read it for yourself. It's really long and boring, <laughs> but <laughs> but he. I mean, the truth of the matter is, he believes in in survival of the fittest. And he believes that the fittest people is the white race. And if you are for evolution, you are anti-Black Lives Matter. If you are for pro-choice in the killing of babies, Sorry. you are anti-Black Lives You're anti-any lives matter, but you're anti-Black Lives Matter. The, 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 the highest percentage of abortions in America are from black women. That's just the cold, hard truth. So you can't say Black Lives Matter if you're for killing babies. It just it baffles me because both of those those things that I just said that I mentioned is the majority of those that are protesting and rioting right now. I know every single one of them is a hypocrite. Mind you, this has been happening. This this injustice has been happening for years, for centuries. Why are we just now doing something about it? Why over George Floyd of all people? As I said last time on the podcast, if my death brings this much hatred, I would have to think that I was a terrible human being while I was here. 
I don't know George Floyd. He might have been a great guy. In fact, I hope he was. I hope he was saved. But the way that people are treating other people, and I see it on social media, it's not just on the news. The news isn't making me see all I don't really watch the news. I, I read news articles from time to time. But I, I read social media posts more than anything. Those that are for the Black Lives Matter movement, those that are, that are for the rioting, those are usually the most hateful of people. And they say it's, it's, it's for justice and it's for peace and it's for love. No, it's not. It's for your own pride. I think it's fine to say all lives matter. But I don't think it should negate the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. If you're going to say all lives matter, maybe say it in a different way. Say black lives matter because they do. And then say Asian lives matter too. Or say uh, pre-born children's lives matter too. That's all I got to say about that. Anything to add? No, that's well, everything. I'm going to roll into the next topic because we're, we're already kind of... I mean, I went a little further than I wanted to on that, on that topic. Get down. Get down. Of course, of course you're, you're doing this right now. In never any other time does she <laughs> want to pay attention to us until we're recording. recording. Inconvenient. Um, next topic. Can all be saved or does God choose who he's going to save? I mean, God came here to the world to save everyone. Like, not just like for everyone to be saved to give a chance to everyone to be saved so what was your answer to this question because it sounds like you you kind of not didn't answer that question <laughs> so it can all be saved or does god choose who he's going to save i mean god already knows does he choose doesn't mean he chooses because he gives us the choice but god said jesus said that i i've chosen you 12 and one of you is a devil. In fact, he even said, "I, I have, I have kept all of these in, 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 uh, uh, in what was I've kept all of these in my, in your hand, or something mm -hmm. like that, and I have not lost one." He's referring to the disciples, saying, "I have the ones that I, uh, that you've given to me. I haven't lost a single one." So does God choose? Or did he save the whole world? <laughs> this is a question that was brought up a long time ago, and I'm bringing this up again because there's a few things. There's a few reasons, just from past conversations. And I just, I really want to bring this up because I feel like there's, there's a, a problem with, with what people understand as God's sovereignty and God's will, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Because God's sovereignty plays into God's will, but but they're also two different things. So I want to, I want to kind of explain, but, okay. but I want you, I want you to tell me what you think. This is more of a Calvinist versus Armenian question. I think, yeah. but I mean, God's will is don't think too hard into it. I mean, God wants us to be saved. Everyone to be saved. He, he doesn't want anyone, sh anyone should perish. You know. God's not willing that any should yeah, perish, but yeah. that all should come to repentance. Yeah. So, does he choose who's going to be saved? No. I don't, I don't believe he does, because he gives us a choice of uh, a free will 
and all are going to be without an excuse when, you know, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> well, I think you're biting that, a bullet. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that, that's like a, I don't know how to answer that question. So, okay, so here, here's what, here's what I, I know. <laughs> okay. Here's based off of the information that I've been able to gather from the 6, 2014 yeah, six six years. <laughs> six years that I've been saved. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best way to, to say this. <sighs> okay, John 3.16. We'll go there because that's the easiest one. Everyone knows that mm-hmm. one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever. whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So it starts off with saying God so loved the world. That's the entirety. That's everybody. He loves every single person in the world and he loved it so much that he gave his son that whoever believes in him will not perish that means anybody can come and be saved he knows who's going to be saved you you had already said that that's right He, he he in fact this is where it gets confusing because in uh philippians revelation what he says that he has the uh the names written before the world was even formed. So he, he has our names written in, his, in the Lamb's Book of Life before the world even began, before Adam and Eve were even here. He knew exactly who's going to be saved. And some may say, well, then, we have no chance. I, either, my name's either written in there or it's not. And, and what's the point of soul winning? Because the names are already written in there, so who cares? But here's the thing. We don't know. Mm-hmm. God knows. And we are supposed to be vessels, or, or soldiers, rather, for the Lord. Vessels probably better. We're supposed to be vessels for the Spirit of God. So with that said, we're supposed to go out into all the world and preach the gospel as Christ has commanded us to do. He's given us five commands, which I've gone through with Melody on a weekly basis. And the first one is to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, body, strength. The second one is to love others as you love yourself. The third is to pray. He told us to pray for laborers for the harvest. Uh, the fourth is to study. Um, in fact, in uh, uh, Second Timothy, it says uh, to study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the, the word of truth. Mm-hmm. And the fifth is to preach. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So those are the five commands of Christ. And you cannot do those commands if you are not saved. You could, but it would be of no effect or worth to you. Now, if you're saved, those, those, are, the, those are the five commands that you hold tightly to you and, and you love dearly because those are literally given to the saved people. It was given to you mm-hmm. to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. So with that said, if, if Christ chooses who he wants to save then our our the great commission that he's commanded he personally commanded us to go out into all of the world and preach the gospel the great commission that he's given to us would be useless so i don't think god chooses with that said he also does choose and the reason the reason that i say this is because he knows yes but he also, because he knows, he's able to, to line up specific events and get people into specific spots so that way 
there's a, 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 a good majority of people that he knows will be saved to be saved. So for instance, um, I'm trying to think of the best way without over explaining this. Uh, the best way for me to explain it, I think, is to say I was born. Okay, I was born and I don't know why I was born. And then I become saved. And I preach to a bunch of people who hate me. <laughs> and then four or five other people get saved out of the hundred people that hate me. Okay, those four or five other people that are saved reach four or five other people individually. So that, now it's 25 people that are saved. And then those 25 that are saved reach a hundred other people Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth until it just expands, which is how the disciples worked it all out. Now, with that said, that leaves 95 other people that, I, that hate me still that are not saved. So God chose me before the beginning of the world to go out into the, God, the, into the, the world and preach the gospel so that at least five people can be saved and that... That was that was the best because you know the angels rejoice over one sinner that repented or that repents, mm -hmm. right? I'm using old English. So, if that be the case, then that means that he chooses specific times and people to do his will, so that people can be saved. Now he knows who's not going to be saved, and so because of that, it, that that's what plays into our free will and God's sovereignty. Because God has a will too, and obviously God's will will always be done. Mm -hmm. uh, so if, I, I, I think that explains it the, the best. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Does that make sense to you? So I, I mean, not to say that you're dumb or anything, but I'm trying to I'm trying to dumb it down as much as possible so that <laughs> they can understand what I'm trying to say here. So God God chooses. Not you guys are dumb either. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that that I spend a lot of time studying and reading and, and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, this is uh, this is my my way of trying to simplify it for you because God's sovereignty is not an easy thing to it's God you know it's his will I, I could I have a hard time explaining my own will let alone his <laughs> but uh, my point is he chooses but he doesn't but he chooses based off of our choices yeah does that make sense yeah that makes sense that's not blasphemous, I don't think. Is it? <laughs> I think it makes sense. We have free will. He That's chooses based off of our situations, off of our free will. So, so what, we, what we're going to choose, he knows what's going to happen. And so because of that, he orchestrates the entire thing so that he can save much people alive. Yeah. As the Bible says. Yeah. Yeah. Is a good conclusion to that topic? I think so. I think so. Okay. So with that yeah. said, how does that roll into Black Lives Matter? With that said, black, black people are not um, negated from salvation. Right. Muslim people have... are not negated from salvation. I mean, Everybody can be saved. And, and if you look at that, that verse, and we can, we actually we can go to a different verse. Because people, John 3.16, of course this guy's going to bring up John 3.16. Let's look at a different verse. In Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. That means the entire world is sinful. We're all sinners. Every single person. And then Paul, later on, he says, uh, 
He says that, that Christ came to save sinners of whom I am chief. Mm-hmm. Christ came to save sinners. All have sinned. So that means Christ came to save all. Mm-hmm. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This is the way I think of it. And, and Calvinists are going to flip their lid, especially if you're listening as a Calvinist. <laughs> this is the way I think of it. And it, it, it does make sense, and it's biblical. Uh, Jesus saved the world. I believe that every single person is saved. Uh, but not every single person is going to heaven. Explain. Jesus died for everybody mm-hmm. so that all can be saved, right? So the, the, the best way to explain it is, is salvation, the blood of Jesus covered the, the whole world, but not everyone is going to be covered by the blood of Jesus. You have to, you have to personally take that. In, in Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. In Ephesians 2.8 and 9, it says, uh, For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It, it explains it multiple times as salvation being a gift. And I believe that that gift is at everybody's front door, and all you have to do is open it. But not everyone will open it. I believe salvation is given to everybody. Oh, but I not understand. everybody will be going to heaven. Not everyone will have salvation. Okay, I understand. Now. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I don't. I, I don't. Like, wait, 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 Jesus wait. <laughs> died for the whole world, he, and he saved the whole world. But the whole world is not going to be saved because the whole world doesn't. Because the world won't. rejects him. Yeah. I get it. I understand now. Okay. You, you're you're flipping out like all the Calvinists right now. Listen, <laughs> like, how could he say that? Well, I wasn't understanding. I was like, okay, what wait, a crazy wait, 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 person. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Jesus's blood wasn't wasted on the on the unsaved. That's what they'll say. And you're right. Jesus's blood's not wasted on the unsaved because they don't take it. They're not covered by it until they take it themselves. Then they're covered by it. Even those who are not saved, he still did it for them. Yeah. To give them the opportunity. Which is what love them. Yeah. Which is what Romans uh, eight loves. <laughs> That's what Romans three uh, eight. <laughs> Romans 3a, Romans 8, 16, Romans what? 8, 10. What? what is it? Uh, uh, God commendeth his love toward us. 5, and that 5, 8, right. <laughs> but God commendeth his love. That means he proved his love toward us. And that while we were yet sinners, literally against God, Christ still died for us. Mm-hmm. So he died for those that are lost. He did not die for the saved. His, his blood actually, if you think about it, if he died for the saved, then his blood was wasted. He wasted his blood on me. But he did not die for the saved. He died for the unsaved so that you can be saved. And he rose again for the saved. Yes. He died for the unsaved, rose for the saved. And so we get to also walk in newness of life through baptism. If that makes sense. That's the symbol of what happened. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get... Saved You're not through saved ba- through baptism. Uh, this is, can be going on forever. Like, <laughs> I could I just keep like describing every little thing that I say. You're not saved through baptism. Baptism is a representation of Christ's death and burial and resurrection. 
and it just proves Christ's uh, your your salvation through Christ. You yes. were buried with him and risen from the yes. dead, just like Christ. It is proven your salvation through baptism. As a yeah, you're showing. Do you want me to, to, no, to no, break that's that fine. down? That's, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like fine. trying to like to, to break down every little thing that I say. <laughs> Everything that I'm saying is biblical. I'm just saying. I've given you even references to look up yourself if you'd like. All right, well, last thing I want to talk about, last topic. And we're, we're already like real cut on time here, but uh, we'll save some time. Uh, I want to talk about Hebrews 10, 24, uh, 24 through 25. Um, it's just about being able to provoke others to love and edifying. I think this is a good thing to think about because all too often I think we get into, especially from what I've seen anyway, in small churches, it's hard. It's, it's hard to, uh, people have problems. And the smaller the church seems like the greater the problems. And uh, this Bible verse, these two verses, look them up, read them yourself, meditate on them. Um, they just talk about how we should be provoking others to love and edification. Mm-hmm. That is the Christian's job. Yeah. Um, so when Why? somebody comes to you with a problem, that doesn't mean ignore them and be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to hear about problems. That's, I, you know, that's too much for me. I'm trying mm-hmm. to be full of love and edification. No, you take those problems and you fill them up with love and edification. Help them solve resolve the issue be a christ-like example during those times and furthermore surround yourself with people that can encourage you to encourage others don't surround yourself with people that can encourage you just and that's it surround yourself with people that can encourage you to encourage others so you can be an example as well and be the person that is willing to encourage rather than tear down we have a lot of people in the world that are ready to tear you down. Mm-hmm. Ready to tear down anybody. Just, uh, just right. If you write "All Lives Matter" on your post, <laughs> yeah, on your Facebook, people explode. Uh, which what ha- kind of hasn't been does my, that? hasn't been my problem because I haven't written that. Because mm-hmm. to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, you say "Black Lives Matter," that doesn't mean that no li- no other lives matter. Although some people believe that, but but not a good majority of them do. So when you're saying black lives matter to me that just means that right now in the current state yeah black lives matter um then we need to we need to address that and we need to think about that but that doesn't negate everybody else's life um yeah is that it mm-hmm. so yeah think about that encouraging others that's what this podcast is prayerfully geared towards encouraging you hoping that it helps you get through your week through your day through your month year however long we decide to do this so all right well let's continue on with the song of the week jesus saves i like that song we have heard the joyful sound jesus saves jesus saves spread the tidings all around jesus saves jesus saves it's a good song it's a hymn Links in the description. You can hear it yourself. Um, I also want to talk about the book. And I don't know why I haven't mentioned this sooner. Uh, this is shame on me, I guess. Fantastic book. You want to get into the... the. You want to fall in love with Chick-fil-A more. <laughs> yeah. 
if you're a Christian <laughs> and you want to fall in love with Chick-fil-A more, I strongly suggest you read Eat More Chicken by Truett Cathy. Fantastic. It made me cry. That's hard for a book to do. Made me cry. I have a few other books that made me cry too, and I, I could probably reference those as well later on, but this is a really great book. If you want to fall in love with Truett Cathy, who has now passed away, <laughs> never got the chance to meet him, but uh, wow. One day, you'll meet him. Fantastic. What a loving heart that guy had. Incredible. Incredible. All right. Well, let's get into the Bible study. All right. We have Isaiah 33, Matthew 20, and Galatians 1. If you want to pause and get to those Bible chapters, go ahead. We don't have Psalms today because my wife is a jerk. <gasps> I saw we. <laughs> she um, is too busy, I guess, to study the Bible. <gasps> That's not true. <laughs> oh, no, whatever. Fine. It's fine. Um, no, things have just been just complicated lately, so it's been... I mean, it's, part, it's my fault, too. We usually study together, and... It's just been it's been hard to to readjust, but it will come in time, especially after this break that we're taking with the podcast. I think it will be helpful for that. But uh, so I'm going to jump into it. Isaiah 33, in verse 10, it says, "Now will I rise, saith the Lord. Now will I be exalted. Now will I lift up myself." I said, "Every great awakening is born on the ashes of trial." I truly and honestly believe that these these protests. And these, these riots and these problems that are happening, aside from the idea to disband police, the police, which is inc incredibly confusing and terrifying, <laughs> um, I believe that all of these things will bring up a revival in the church. And I'm looking forward to it. This will be my first revival that I've ever been a part of, so... Besides your own salvation. Yeah, but I mean, that's not a revival. That's it's just a revival a, within your, 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 in your heart. It's a personal... Yeah, it's a personal revival. I guess. <laughs> but you can't revive something that was dead. And I was dead. And now I'm alive. Yeah, you re it happened. You you got revived. I wasn't revived because I was dead. My first birth was into death. My second birth was into life. Oh, I guess so. Yes, yeah, true. So you have to you be reborn, alive first and then die and then be alive again. That would be revival. And right now the church is in a dead state, I think. I've seen it. <laughs> uh, and I think that the church is in a dead state. And I'm looking forward to the revival that is to come through these trials. I said, for Isaiah, I said, I see a lot of the same judgments being accomplished by God in our nation today. We are a nation so far from God, and it shows through the pain and suffering of its people. The sad thing is, is no one wants to believe in the God who can bring revival. And until we believe in him, we will continue to see hurt and suffering, for there is no justice or equality without God. It's impossible. Straightforward. I've never seen a country have the perfect justice and peace without God. And this country used to have great justice and great peace mm -hmm. until we started taking God out of it. And now, now everybody is in a frenzy. Matthew 20, 
verse 12. So saying, These last have wrought but one hour, and thou hast made them equal unto us, which have borne the burden and heat of the day. So these laborers are complaining because they've been working all day, and these people were working for an hour, and they get the same pay. That doesn't make any sense. I said, God does not care about how much work you were putting in. He is only concerned about your salvation. If you are not saved, the work does not matter. And if you are saved, you can rejoice with the new converts, even if they have done little work. It's not about comparing about how much you've done. It's just about rejoicing at the fact that you have more laborers with you. Matthew 20 and verse 28 says, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. I said, if you want to be greatly used for the kingdom, you have to serve, not dictate. Moody quote. Yay! <laughs> Matthew 20, verse 27, it says, And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. I said a humble Moody said a humble saint looks most like a citizen of heaven. Mm. My entry to this is the biggest theme in the life of Christ besides the importance of his deity is his service. Christ was a servant with the power of God. God can do anything. He could destroy and build. He can heal and forgive. He could be mighty and powerful, but when he was in bodily form, he was a servant to the humble and meek. How amazing of a God that would lower himself to our, our lowest and then lower himself below us. He became a bridge in For the us, gap yeah. of sin. Galatians 1. Anything to add before I continue? Galatians 1. In verse 4, it says, Who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. I said, We are saved not just from hell and sin, but saved from the evil of this world. If you're saved today and you see all of the protests and riots and the burning down of churches and the burning down of buildings and just the craziness that is happening, the hate and the problems, you can be assured and even comforted by your salvation because you're saved from all of that. You don't have to be a part of it, in fact. Galatians 1.10, it says, For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. I said, The service of the Lord is for the Lord, not for the people. The people only benefit from Christian service if the service by the Christian is for Christ alone. Does that make sense? Or did I say that too fast? Repeat it one more time. The service of the Lord is for the Lord, not for the people. The people will only benefit from Christian service if the service by the Christian for is Christ, for Christ yeah. alone. That's good. My entry is we should never settle when it requires the things of God. Don't settle for the words of men. Only reach for the words of God. Don't settle for the works of men. Only search for the works of God. Don't settle for the saving by men. Only receive the salvation of God. Don't settle for the love of men. Only bring the love of God. God alone should be the source of our truth. And it is by his judgments that we can be complete and right. It is always a good reminder to the Christian that your salvation is proof of the love and working of God today. Remember constantly what the Lord saved you from. Anything to add? All right. Well, we uh, finished this episode in, in a uh, 
a little, somewhat of a timely manner. It's the last uh, episode of the season. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were able to listen to the whole thing, get it in podcast form, video form, whatever form you want. And we will see you when the new season starts up. And if you're not already subscribed to the mailing list, you can you can subscribe to the devotional mailing list, but you can also subscribe to our monthly mailing list on the website. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, that's the monthly subscription. In fact, I'll leave a link in the description. You can subscribe to that. And every month I send out updates of what's happening, the new stuff that's coming out. People already knew about the new food vlogs before I released it on here because they get that email so if you subscribe to that you'll be able to know about all the new stuff that's coming out you'll be able to know when new shirts are available when, when you're able to actually buy them you'll be able to know when the devotionals are available so on and so forth the videos when their videos are coming out and all of that cool stuff what's happening in our lives as well yep so get on that that will keep you preoccupied also during this break Pre- i'm going to try to i'm not making any promises but you stayed this long, and I want to give you a little bit of an update because I haven't done this for the, the email people yet. Um, I'm going to try to make the devotional in a podcast form. So that way okay. you can listen to it. And, and uh, it'll make it easier so you don't have to read it. Or you could. You could read along with it, whatever you want. But it will be in a, devo- in a podcast form. So you could just listen to it. Go on a jog or something, a two-minute jog, and listen to it. Or for two a two-minute walk. That's yeah. not a very long devotional read. It'll um, be literally like by time. Okay, you could put it on as you're like going to the grocery store or getting out of the grocery store to the, the front to the store. There's 10 days. They're each two, about two minutes long. You could listen to all 10 days in at one time if you mm-hmm. wanted to. So that would be like 20 minutes of, going of to work. your time. Yeah. You're going and to work. You could listen to all of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's up to you. Or you could spread them out. I think it's best to listen to them every day but you know whatever you want to do so yeah or have them on repeat yeah i don't get like money for that or anything if that's what you're thinking that i'm doing this for i don't get money for any of this (laughs) i'm doing this because i want to encourage you guys and i just want it i want it to be a benefit to you and uh, and i pray that it is this stuff this stuff this stuff i want to start selling so i can get money so i'm able to keep doing things that I, i want to do so um support your local ministry, well, your online ministry. It's local to you because I'm online, so it's basically like in your living room. Um, but yeah, that's that's the way that I'm going to try and support this channel and try and get out more merch and try and do some more things. I want to make uh, Moody Quote shirts. That'd be cool. I think that would be so neat. Um, and then I want to do some uh, uh, devotional shirts as well, like mm-hmm. the next devotional is uh, Faithful. I like to do some Faithful shirts. And then uh, the one after that is focused fear. I like to do that because that those are great conversations. The shirts are great conversation starters. I always see shirts and I'm like, the heck does that mean? <laughs> what? Then again, Church okay, shirts. that happens to me. Okay, yes, they're great conversation starters, but at the same time, like people are like okay, like like today or no, the other day, I had a lady come in and she was wearing a shirt that says Jesus changes everything, and I and I walked up to her and I told her yes, he does, and totally does change everything, and she like looked at me like okay if you're gonna wear a shirt that represents something make sure you represent it properly well we talked about getting moody the, if we got the moody quote shirts which might be a sweatshirt now that i'm thinking about it uh we'll, we'll see what happens but if you like the moody quote we talked about getting that and when somebody asks you what does that mean moody quote 
uh, we were thinking about getting cards with quotes from D.L. Moody just to hand out some like Bible scripture cards to hand out. Be like, so funny. Here you go. <laughs> and people will be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Moody quote. Um, so yeah, be funny. <laughs> just things to think about in the future. And if you have any ideas, you can send them to me mm-hmm. via Facebook or whatever. Um, or call into Anchor. That would be the best, easiest, and most fruitful way to do it. In fact, I'm thinking during this break, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave myself some messages so we can go through them uh, when we come back for the season premiere of season okay. two. I think it will be funny. Um, yeah. Thanks for staying with us this yeah. long. You if you've awesome. watched all of the podcasts, I, I just don't know what to say. I'm baffled and, uh, and humbled. I'm, I'm humbled and excited to continue on as long as God would have me. We've gotten some new... Uh, friend or uh, follows as well. I got one new one today. In fact, cool. I don't know who he is, but uh, his name is Thomas Croft. Oh man, Kutcherhans, 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 Kutcherhans. I'm probably butchering that last name, but I, I appreciate the like. Yeah. And I hope you enjoy the co- the content on here as well. And uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, all right, guys. Um, Pray for us, pray for this ministry, and that we continue to glorify God. That's that's our goal in the end, is to glorify God through all of it. And there we go, turn around and help you guys, you know? So pray for us that God just provides everything that is needed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go make pork chops, so bye. Bye. Oh yeah, sorry. (laughs)